Hello and welcome to another episode of a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. I'm Sean O. Bernie S. We're drinking what? We are drinking beer from M Special Brewing. It's called Sábado Tarde Especial. It's a tangerine ale. An easy drinking beer. It is pretty easy drinking. We will say that we are uh, we were at Barbara's where we had a podcast from. And what'd you drink over there? Um, it was sour. called Devotion by um, Lost Abbey Brewing. It's a Belgian blonde. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah, and I had the I had the Wood Stout from Stone Brewing, which is clocking in at eleven something percent alcohol. No. So it's a wonderful beer. What's it called? Wood Stout. Stout. Uh, in collaboration with Wu Tang. No, it's in collaboration with uh, what's his name? Uh, Method Man. No, uh, he was Ray on Star Trek. Rizza. Will Wheaton. Oh. Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation. Will Wheaton? Wesley Crusher. Yeah, Wesley Crusher. Wesley. Yeah, I'll say I like that show, but man, he was my least favorite character, but they make a hell of a beer together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, I remember the day they wrote him out, I was so fucking happy. I was like, too bad they didn't kill him. Will but Wheaton. it is what it is. Yeah. And if you're listening to Wheaton, that's just fun. Yeah. It's just, just make it your beer is wonderful. Yes. And I praise it and drink it all the fucking time. Amen. Amen. So, right. so this will probably be getting out to you a little late because we won't be able to edit for a week. You know, we've got to get this cricket out of here because mm-hmm. it's not leaving, obviously. Um, so we'll try to not be too terribly topical for what's going on. So we figured we talk about something that will be a problem in two weeks, too. Homelessness. Homelessness. So... Uh, Fernie S. just took a, a trip to the Bay Area and saw the first-hand, uh, what would you call it? Is it a crisis? Or is um, it an emergency? Definitely, definitely a crisis. Of uh, homelessness. Yep. So, as a, what I would say about that is, is the progressive area of San Francisco, it was like a magnet to people. Uh, from other parts of the country. The weather's better in California, so all the homeless people from all over the damn country have come out here, and they go to the areas where it's more progressive, and they think they can get something. What do you think? Well, I mean, um, homelessness is an incredibly complicated issue. Um, Absolutely. You have um, cities that will bust their homeless, or their mentally ill, or their criminals to other areas. Uh, I'm sure it, ha- it happens in LA, so I'm sure it happens in San Francisco. Um, you have the, the you have the issue with trying to address the root causes of homelessness, whether it's uh, housing not being affordable, mental health issues. Yeah. Actually, the number one issue is, is unaffordable housing, uh, but mental illness absolutely comes into play. Uh, bankruptcy comes into play. Uh, PTSD comes into play. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of reasons. For that, that unaffordable housing, though, is yeah. is a slight crock of shit, if you ask me. Because if you ask most of those people who are homeless in San Francisco or here, yeah. they didn't come out. I mean, they didn't. They weren't born here. A lot of them. You know, a lot of them came from, you know, Midwest, from Florida, Texas, all of these places, looking for stardom. You know, yeah. looking for, you know, the the, the nice golden California. So. They are in. They came from places where they could, you know, do better. Mm-hmm. You know, and so some of that affordable housing shit's bullshit because there's there's plenty of affordable housing in other places. It's just not where they don't want to live. So you know, it's not. You know, they're not going to go back. You know, to some place where they left. Yeah. So some of that is horseshit, but not all of it. You know, obviously there's. I can see somebody who's homeless who has a job. You know, they're trying to stay close to their job. But if you're homeless, you know, if I was homeless, I know I would go back to Indiana. I'm not living on the fucking street. You know, period. And some people obviously don't have a home, you know, family to go to. So that's where that would come into play. You don't have anybody there to lean on. So, yeah, that's kind of rough. Or if you you burn all your bridges and you don't have a home to go back to. Yeah, yeah. So, and that people who burn their bridges, I don't, I don't feel sorry for. So according to the CSAC Joint Homelessness Task Force, uh, the causes of homelessness can be traced to a variety of problems, including loss of employment, lack of affordable housing, drug and alcohol abuse, and physical and mental illness. Uh, for women in particular, domestic violence. This is from uh, another website. For women in particular, domestic violence is a leading cause of homelessness. 
Uh, there's a country report reports that the top cause of homelessness among families were number one, lack of affordable housing, number two, unemployment, number three, poverty, number four, low, wa low, low wages, in that order. Where's that article from? This is from the NL NLCHP.org. What the hell's that? The National, let me, let me pull it up. The National Law Center on Homelessness and Poverty. Okay. And where are they funded from? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see it, but I'm sure there isn't a homeless lobby out there. Well, obviously not, not a homeless lobby, but obviously somebody who like, say, with progressive views might think along that line and want to focus on a couple of those issues opposed to a couple others. My number one thing is the mental illness. That, that's the most fixable thing. You know, they could give people mental health care mm -hmm. and make sure, you know, that, that to me is something that shouldn't be argued because yeah. that's not just good for that person. That's good for the goddamn community. Yeah. I don't want, you know, if I could, I know it's not politically correct. I don't want crazy motherfuckers running around my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just, you know, if that's the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The self-centered view on it. Mm -hmm. That's a good enough reason to do it. Then if you take into consider, consideration all the empath, empathetic kind of reasons, you know, just for self-preservation of where, the, where you live, you don't want a bunch of crazy fuckers running around. Well, see, that, that's, that's NIMBY, right? That's not in my backyard attitude. I mean, it's, it's pretty common out here in L.A., and I'm sure it's pretty common anywhere in the United States. Any place. Yeah, anywhere where, yes, we should do something about the problem, but why do we have to set up a homeless center with a shelter, affordable housing here in my neighborhood? That's okay, okay. I, 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 can speak, I can speak to this quite thoroughly because one of the places I work is right around the corner from one of the really large homeless encampments. And they have affordable lunches for seniors. And quite often they can give them to the homeless people for free, you know. But when the word gets out, it just, it's an onslaught and nobody can get anything. And, you know, some of the homeless people fit that exact story. Like there's a guy I know there named Stu. He got injured at work, caused him to be homeless. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he couldn't afford things, just lost everything. He didn't get along with his family. You know, game over. He's on the streets. There's another guy, though, who has chosen to live in a tent for the last, as he puts it, 20-something, 30-something years. Mm. And, you know, he showed up one day. Was, thank God it wasn't a day that I was there. And he likes to tell stories. Mm. And he told a story about how somebody gave him a grenade. Mm. So he's running around telling it, and he gets back to my boss. So they he calls the, the park in. And they came in and threw everybody out of the park. You know, everybody had to leave, cleared it out, searched it, you know, threw out his tent, threw out everybody's tents, threw out everything because this knucklehead was doing that. And then we had a problem with bed bugs. Someone brought bed bugs into the place. And you can't, you can ask them to leave if you see the bed bugs on them, but by that point it's fucking too late. And they've had to fumigate this place. Well, they do it now. They had, It got to a point where they have to fumigate it basically once a month just to keep them from coming back, which is bad because then it makes them immune to the poison and it causes more hybrid fucking bugs. And they want to build a shelter right across the street, right across the street from where it, it is. And it's just only going to fucking make it worse. It's costing the city thousands of dollars to take care of this because a lot of them are crazy as shit and they got the bed bugs and they're going to keep coming in. They have no fucking clue what's going on. Absolutely fucking none. And nobody wants that in their neighborhood. Nobody. Poor people, nothing. And the only thing, you know, it would be we'd have to get sci-fi on it and say we're going to have to just build them, you know, a new new part of town, you know, and segregate them until they get their shit together. You know, that, you know, but nobody's going to go with that either, right? You're not going to have homeless town, right? Right. So it's, it's fucking, it's rough. You know, it's, it's very difficult to help them. And I understand people have their, their, their heart in the right place when they want to help people. But man, fuck, it's not as easy as just giving them a fucking place because there's consequences to all of that shit. Yeah. And it sucks. Sucks horribly. Right. So, I mean, whether it's being able to provide... Like, like in L.A., um, there was a law that was passed maybe a year or two years ago that essentially raised taxes so that way they could fund... Uh, services for the homeless 
and some of that includes housing, temporary housing, shelters, hotels, places where people could live and stay on the streets. And um, they've got the money, they just can't build anywhere. So, I mean, the homelessness issue is not going to get solved until the city does something, but the city's being restrained by the very, by the very people that voted for this kind of action. Yeah, well, the idea that we can just build our way out of it, too. I mean, we, we, live, in well, a, yeah, we live in a desert. Where's all this water going to come from to take care of all these people? You know, that's why the, that's why the law of supply and demand come in, you know. But, the, but the, I mean, they're using the water regardless. I mean, they're probably using more water because they're showering. But, that's, but I, don't, I don't think the water is like, like the reason not to help all these people. No, 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 that, no, that's why they, I mean, it, it, we can't keep building places because, I mean, there's just, there's not enough water here. We're stealing water from other places, you know, as it is to get the water for Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's the truth. Well, what we could do is stop having these businesses that use up a lot more water than individuals. You want to get rid of all the breweries? I'm, I'm not saying all the breweries, but like, let's say that we have, there are plenty of businesses that use not only did they use the water, but they fill it with chemicals and pollute it, and they, they just shut it down. Now those, I'm totally, system. yeah. Anybody that's polluting water sucks. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure it's not very uncommon. Yeah. I mean, but let's say let's say we were able to build, the, like, a state-of-the-art homeless shelter, like, on every block, right? I mean, we're still not addressing, we're taking care of the symptom, right? We're not addressing the, the issue, whether it's having a more rent control, whether it's having... Ugh. Whether it's ha hey, that's something that we need to do. Like these home prices are getting out of control. Don't worry, the, bu the bubble will burst. Yeah, but in the meantime, people have to suffer. No, they don't think they move. Where? Somewhere what, we're what, what, cheaper. What is, so that, that that to me sounds like uh, the Republican answer to people that are poor. Uh, just stop being poor. No, oh. no. Where, I mean, where does responsibility come in? I mean, it absolutely comes in. If like, I would, like, listen, have the resources if I, to move. If I would have moved out here and ended up fucking homeless. Is it everybody else's responsibility to take care of me? Uh, well, there is a social safety net that would have been able to help you if you needed help. Yeah, and and some people and that exists for yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 and and yet, but yet, we have all this homelessness. Well, even with all this stuff, you know, because when I came out here, but but, but but you're talking about a social safety net system net that exists that is poorly funded, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. I mean, I mean, the two richest. Uh, cities in the United States, or in California, San Francisco and LA can't handle this. That's I mean that's why it's a crisis, right? So if if these cities were in Montana where it gets cold, I don't think we'd have that problem. It's because of the weather and the social benefits. It's like a both things are like a magnet, and people come here for that. Yeah, but I mean we're, again, we're still not addressing the the reasons for the these this homelessness. As we saw earlier, just like uh, one of the biggest causes is lack of unaffordable housing, and lack and lack of of excuse me, lack of affordable housing is a, a huge issue. If there were more affordable housing in the cities where these people lived, then there would be that would be a lot easier. And which city you talking about? Depends where they wherever they are. Like in the Midwest, housing is definitely affordable. Yeah, and there's still jobs. And somehow those people aren't staying there. No, because it sucks over there. <laughs> I mean. Well, there's a personal preference. And, yeah, no, that, you know, that, that, that's what it is. A lot of it is personal preference. You know, uh, you, people would rather be here. They'd and, rather be homeless and, here and live someplace else. Yeah, some, there's people who would. Uh, I, I'm sure there are, but... I, I know, when I was young, I remember thinking to myself, I would never move back home. You know, I, I remember thinking to myself, I would not move fucking back there. I don't fucking like it. I don't like the cops. I don't like the, the conservative nature of it all. You know, I, I, I might have been one of those people, but I, I don't, you know, I was lucky enough not to be. I mean, I, I'm sure um, Ohio, Iowa, I mean, I, I haven't been in those places, I can't say for sure that they suck, but I, I think a lot of people would rather be in a home in those shitty towns than, than be homeless maybe, in Maybe LA. some people, yeah. So so why don't we do something like that? The sh the shipping that would be shipping them off. <laughs> right? Go back to where you came from. And then, but what if they can't afford it? What if they Man, if you can't afford a home in Indiana, then I don't, I don't know what the fuck, or at least an apartment. I mean, I mean, they're not expensive. I mean, we've we've talked about this before. Like, what is, what is the federal uh, minimum wage? But see, that's ridiculous because the cost of living is living is different different places. Right. So why should there be a federal minimum wage? I mean, why why should the at federal the, government at the very least? No, it should not be federal. 
You, you guys are just authoritarians. You want to tell everybody how to run their business. Well, how, how about having a living wage? Like, 80, like a generation ago, people could work a minimum wage job and afford a home. No, no, no. Here, here's where you're... Here's where you're, you're a, a generation ago, McDonald's was not a career fucking choice. It was a job for teenagers to become to get into the work. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about McDonald's. No, no, but, like, but, I'm, but, but let's just take that in general. Now it's a fucking career choice to work at McDonald's and shit like that. Because the amount of jobs that are like, look, seven point twenty-five is a federal minimum wage, seven dollars an hour, seven dollars and a quarter an hour. Unskilled labor. In, in, yes, in a year you would make fifteen thousand dollars. In some in some places, that's not bad. Okay, Let, let's talk about those places. Yeah, you know, you know, I bet, I, I bet, I bet, I, okay, where, where, where is that? Indiana or Michigan or something like that? It has that. Uh, where, what? That's seven dollars or something. No, that's that's the federal minimum wage. Yeah. Across the United States. Yeah. So some places that's what they have to do. Yeah. So what states have that? I can tell you, like, say in Indiana, I don't like Indiana, but it is not a bad place. It's a, it's not really not a bad place to grow up. Uh huh. It's just not for me. You know, it's it's beautiful, uh, in in as long as it's not the middle of winter. Yeah. It's beautiful when it's not the middle of summer. It's hot and humid. You know, but other yeah. than that, it's not, it's not a bad fucking place. All right, let's say I that. said it's not for fucking me, though. Yes. All right, so, okay, so in Indiana, Indiana, the average, or uh, the minimum wage in Indiana, whether it's federally mandated or per state, it's 725 also. Yeah, so there now, you have it. Now, I'm looking at the index for the cost of living in Indiana. So, uh, for example, for housing, let's say if the United States is at 100, Housing cost in Indiana is 69.6. So let's say about 30% cheaper than what the average is across the United States. Mm -hmm. Medium home cost in the United States is 219,000 in the United States. 220,000 basically, right? In Indiana, it's 140,000, a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. A lot cheaper than anywhere else. So why should they have to have, so why should businesses in Lafayette or Indiana have to have the same pay scale as San Francisco. Well, they don't. I said no. You want that federal minimum wage? Why? Yes. Do they? Well, well, listen, listen to this. Though. Okay, so at seven twenty-five, at seven and a quarter per hour, a person could make fifteen thousand dollars an hour. Let's call it even sixteen thousand. That's super generous, right? Sixteen thousand dollars mm -hmm. in a year. Mm -hmm. It would take maybe eight years of not spending any of your money, not having any taxes on you, to be able to buy a house. How many? About, I'm saying about eight years. I mean, if you don't, if you don't spend That's any money, not on, bad. if you don't spend any money on food or rent. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. That, that, overall, like if you have two people, a couple, a couple. who want to buy a fucking house, that's really not that bad. I mean, if they don't buy any food or, or pay. No, rent. no, no. Okay. That if you take two people times two, yeah. that would be four years. So you, that's what spending nothing. So you take half. One person pays for the food and the rent. The other person saves <laughs> for the house. No, that's the way you work together. You act like that's silly, but no, you—it's a teamwork. I mean, it's assuming that they're not going to have kids. Assuming that they're not going to okay, have okay, a that, car. that's okay. Let's say responsibility. Okay, because you're pro-choice, right? Yes. All right. So why in God's name would you have a child by what? choice when you don't have the money to take care of well, the let's, child? Let's say miracles happen. Yeah, and yeah. Get, and somebody gets pregnant, or what if they just get sick? What if what if they have like an unexpected emergency, or what if the car breaks down? Or if they yeah, want shit to go, happens. Or what if they want to go to school at the same time? Shit happens. So they're not going to be able to afford, according to seven and a quarter. And you guys act, you progressives, you poor bastards. You act as the... We're, we're, we care about you guys. Yeah, you, you're bleeding heart. The road to hell was paved with good intentions. The idea that everybody in this world... It, it, do you think the world is entitled? No, 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 no. Basic living no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the living wage. That's you can keep talking about buying talking a house. About. Yeah. Do you think that there's room or resources, not money, resources for everybody on this planet, all seven point something billion people, to have a house and a yard and all that shit? No. Some people are going to live in apartments. Some people are going to live in condos. Some people are going to live in high rises. Not everybody wants the same fucking thing. Right. I would like to live in a fucking high rise and have a nice fucking view or live on top of a fucking mountain. You know what? I can't fucking have it. I'm stuck here down in the valley of the. You know, in the nook. Well, the difference—the difference between what, what you're talking about and what we want to do—is uh, be able to set up a system that enables people to have the freedom to be able to do that. 
You guys, I mean, yeah, that sounds really wonderful. That's exactly what it is. No, no, no. It's 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 a wonderful utopian fucking idea. You guys are. No, it's practical. No, it's it fair. Fucking it's practical. fairness. No, dude, it's not. I mean, we we talking about a federal minimum wage. Just um, just think about the idea. Of like minimum I said, wage. how are a, small a businesses? How are small businesses you, in Louisiana going to deal with that? Well, they have to deal with it. Well, just like you said, like capitalism, but supply and demand. If they can't stay afloat. That sucks. No, and, and they're not staying afloat because the government fucked them. And the only people that can handle that is corporations. In the end, that's so, the that's the most corporate friendly so, thing you could do. So you get rid of you're, all you're, the competition. So you're saying, in the meantime, it's okay for these these businesses to exist mm-hmm. at the cost of somebody not being able to have a living wage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's their choice. <laughs> then I mean, but you're letting essentially these companies. So if nobody in this in your town pays. Above the minimum that's wage. the thing there are a lot of places that do then you're fucked no they, you know what that that's that i mean you want to uh, listen there are poor people who need help and i'm not against helping people but unfortunately it doesn't become just about helping people you know it's one thing if somebody falls down i'm going to help them up i'm not going to sit there and make sure they don't fall the rest of the fucking and too many of these social services, you'll be on it forever. Absolutely forever. You're never going to get off of it. You're never going to do anything except for take, 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 take. And, you know, whether progressives want to admit it or not, there are those people. Yeah, I, no, I'm sure, I'm sure there are those people. Yeah. And no, no, I, I, I'm absolutely fucking against that. And say in Indiana, it's all about, like I said, you know, kids are supposed to work at McDonald's and shit. Like, that's supposed to be an entry-level job where you get experience so you can put it on your next resume and say, yeah, yeah I had this job. I didn't fuck up. I didn't steal anything. But I, you, I had a you, good record. It, I was employee the month but, twice. But, but it used to be that you could work at McDonald's or a restaurant and be able to afford a house. You know what? Just a restaurant in general. You have one income in general and, and be able to provide a When was this? A generation ago. I don't know about that. I never knew anybody... That, that that I, mean, I mean, I not, never knew. My just friends because worked, they didn't meet those people doesn't mean. No, no, my, my friends worked at fast food restaurants, shit like that, and not a one of them fucking got went and bought a house. Well, well, I'm working talking about like, uh, talking about the '60s and the '50s. People that were growing up in that time. No, I don't, I don't think people living working Boomers. at McDonald's were fucking. And McDonald's was a small fucking business back then. Okay, let, let's let's see. Let's see. Fifteen thousand dollars a year. Let's see if we can figure this out. If you could make a living on fifteen thousand dollars a year. Let me see what Google. See the crickets even silent for you. Oh, He's just crickets. dying to hear what you got to say. Let's see. What would fifteen thousand dollars be in nineteen sixty? I don't know that this will be apples to apples. Oh my fuck! All right, fifteen thousand dollars. I I don't know how. Uh, this might be totally wrong. Oh, this is back. Google can convert it. Hey Google, what? How much money? $15,000. Hey, Google, convert $15,000 to 1950s money. Here's some information from the web that might possibly help. Here's a summary from the website in 2013dollars.com. U.S. inflation rate. Voice memos. Voice memos. Card overlay. Half screen. $15,000 in 1950 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $159,425.10 in 2019, a difference of $144,425.10 over 69 years. So do you hear how much our dollar's values dropped? Oh, I, I think maybe we're asking the, the incorrect question. Like, I think maybe we used the minimum wage from 1960. I don't think there was a minimum wage in 1960. Hey, Google, was there a minimum wage federal in 1960? Here is some information from the web that might possibly help. On the website businessinsider.com, they say, by 1960, the minimum wage of $1 had not quite kept up with inflation, making rent a bit less affordable, though still not quite two weeks of minimum wage work. $1. Wait, what did she say? It was $1 an hour. Okay, so let's say that would be 40 times 460, so $160 a month. All right, let's say average rent. My, my, my grandparents' house payment was like around $100. I mean, it wasn't much. And, you were, and we're talking about $140. And, yeah, and $160 would be what you could make in one month. Yeah. 
So making minimum wage, you could easily afford a mortgage payment. Uh -huh. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but you know there weren't as many people there then either. But so I mean, we can't, supply and we demand. Can't do, we can't do that now. Supply, we supply and demand, now, brother. Supply and demand, brother. But even there, even wherever wherever your grandparents had a, a house, I'm sure it's not possible to do that anymore. No, I mean people people can buy houses there. Yeah, exactly. But what what so? But what I'm saying is that's not true anymore. How can can you think of any place where you could buy a home easily, or pay, pay, have a, a very affordable mortgage based on your minimum wage, or despite earning minimum wage? Yeah, you know, if you lived in other parts of of Indiana, yeah, if you lived in a more rural area, yeah, shit's cheap. Okay, let's let's, let's do that. Look at a rural area. Look at Attica, Indiana. All right, so let's say seven twenty five times 160 hours, right? Which is, that's how much it would earn in a month. That would be $1,160 a month. And your grandparents were able to easily afford that. $1,160 a month. Now, yeah, easy. yeah, my grandpa, my grandpa ended up being an engineer, so yeah, he could have totally afforded that. And then he made 160 but, but, no, I no, mean, I mean, he died years ago. But right. I mean, yeah, if he was still working, I mean, as an engineer, fuck, they make money. Yeah, uh, uh, but what I'm saying, as a person, like, let's say your grandfather earned minimum wage, a dollar minimum federal wage. In one month, he would still be able to easily afford mortgage. Like I said, I don't think... It's not like that anymore. I don't uh, think... Uh, you, you're missing the point. I'm proving, those, I'm proving my point. No, those jobs... Are not fucking career choices. Those uh, are I, for entry level jobs over there. Yeah, no, I, I no. agree. I agree. Why should why should McDonald's over there I, pay I, somebody fifteen dollars an I, hour? I agree hundred percent. But as as your grandparents proved, you didn't have to be an engineer to be able to afford a home. You could earn a minimum wage. You could be a minimum wage job. No, he wasn't anywhere. I, I, what I'm saying, but he didn't have to be. But he could have easily afforded the mortgage. But so you're saying you wanna you want a kid working at McDonald's to be able to afford to buy a house. That's what it was before. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, it, 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 yeah, but the, true, right? the problem of that's true. the problem of it all is supply and demand. You're saying capitalism is broken? No, I said that the, 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 there's not enough housing that is people, affordable. No, yes, not not, no, not just affordable. It's not even green to think about building that many houses. So people are going to have to live in apartments. So are you talking about just apartments or houses? If they can afford a mortgage, let's talk about homes. Because that'd be with that, that's yeah, no, no. Let's face it. It's never, even under, even if you guys raise the minimum wage to $20 an hour, everything else is going to go up, and they're still not going to be able to afford a house. Because everybody's going to go rush out and buy one, and it's going to drive the price up. That's what it does. And basically what you want to do is you progressives want to say, no, sorry, you can't sell your house for more. And move to another area and take that money and buy a bigger, better place because we say you can't because somebody else needs your shit. I mean, when your grandparents had, were able to afford a, a home easily under with if they were making minimum wage, I mean, it worked out then. You still want to just you still want to think that that the bottom the the people who have no skills are ever 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 going to compete with the people who have skills. I'm not saying they can't compete. I'm saying they were able to... No, they can't compete. No, no, I'm telling you, they can't compete. But they did at some point. My grandpa was an engineer. I know, but... but if and he also... He not only was an engineer, he worked two jobs. But if you're... If to make sure he could do all that right, stuff. Right, and, and you're, in, in, but no, he, in the 50s, he worked two jobs. Had, my mom... Off to him. My mom, through the, through the 70s and 80s, and a good portion of the 90s, worked two or three jobs to make sure she could. Right, and, and hats and, off to them for doing that. And so, but, what, still, but it, you, that, what it, I'm saying is your system of government would punish people like them that, who worked harder and had skill and everything else. And not only that, not only that, if, 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 if somebody's going to have to pay somebody $15 an hour, do you think that they're going to hire a non-skilled worker or they're going to find somebody who's skilled who can do two things for that money? Well, as long as we have a system where, where, your, where what your grandparents had available to them, you're missing the whole point. I'm, I'm going back to the point because you're you're building, you're adding all these crazy things, but it's not crazy. Those are have, facts. But what, what's also a fact is that when your grandparents were buying, were paying a hundred dollars in mortgage a month, and 
If one of them only, if only one of them worked, and it was still yeah, making one hundred sixty dollars a month, based on the federal minimum wage of one dollar, and they could still like only one of them had to work and still have an affordable mortgage. But why in your can't own we words, do that now? In your own words, no, I'm, I'm, asking, your, I'm asking you, why can't we do that now? There's too many fucking people for one thing. What? Well, there's plenty of space in the United States. Oh, right? man. And, and plenty you, and, of space in the United States. And you States. consider yourself an environmentalist. Plenty of space to build on. Well, there's a lot of ways to build sustainable housing. Man, I, I, I just... We don't, we I don't, don't have to build in L.A. We can build all over the beautiful United oh, States. Oh, man, we can... Hey, why not build something in fucking Yosemite? No, we're not going <laughs> to... I mean, fuck, man. Literally. Well, we're not going to build on top of an owl's home. Or, or yeah. kick out of uh, no. Uh, oh, uh, you'll, you'll, just, you'll kill the, the 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 little butterflies or something who who have their little patch oh, right. of milkweed. Well, so why can't we have what no. we had before? You know why? Because you know what? Number one, the shit changes. And, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that's just the way that it is. There's too many fucking people. There's no fucking skills. You know, and that's where one thing I will agree with Andrew Yang on. On you know on the thing, I don't agree with giving everybody fucking money. Bless you, by the way. That giving everybody fucking a thousand dollars a month or a year, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 ludicrous. Oh. But okay, if everybody has a thousand, okay, I'll give you an example. Masa Musa in ancient times, on his way to the Hajj, you know, as part of Islam, you're supposed to give away gold or not gold, but money. You gotta you gotta give away. And he was at the point in time. The richest person, slightly debated, as our friend Philippe would tell me, okay. that if he's the per capita fucking richest person on earth, yeah. but he's definitely in the 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 one percent of the one percent of the one percent. He's mm-hmm. one of the richest humans that ever lived. When he went through Egypt. He had so much gold. He gave away gold to everybody he could find. Yeah. He gave so much gold to every peasant that it absolutely destroyed, mm-hmm. destroyed the economy. Bread could not be bought by anybody. And, you know, he meant the best. He really intended to do good. But he gave out so fucking much money that it wasn't worth anything. Yeah. And the supply of fucking bread could not keep up with the number of people that wanted bread. Okay. And so you had this gold, but by God, you couldn't fucking eat it. And that's what socialism does. That's what, that's what your progressive views are going to do. Because you guys want to give everybody everything, and it's just going to wreck everything. <laughs> it's going to wreck everything. No, you laugh because because that because you're dogmatic about it. No, you man. think, oh, we got to help them. We got to help them. Well, yeah, no, help somebody up. That's well, fine. Well, nobody, but we don't have to give them thousand dollars for the rest of their fucking nobody, life every nobody's year. Nobody's going to the Hobbs giving gold to everybody. <laughs> nobody's going to do that. No, you're right. They learn. It's stupid. It's a stupid fucking that. idea. So why would you suggest that the socialists? No, I'm just saying what happens when you put too much when you put too much fucking money into the system and and especially money, free money, it will wreck the system. It absolutely and the only way we're gonna get that much money is QE infinite, right? Because we're still printing money. This is a Republican talking point. No, it's not a fucking Republican. That's a common sense finances. That's why you know that that's no, they are conservative when it comes to spending money. And I'm sorry, you guys are fucking insane when it comes to spending money. Well, you guys, I mean, we yeah, have a third, what's our debt? 32 trillion fucking dollars. Which has gotten up far more on yeah. the Republican president. They're, they're not conservative. Uh, under Republican president. Yeah, I'm not a Republican. So it's not. I'm a libertarian. No, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're responsible for the people yeah. that you believe. I'm not even conservative. I'm, I'm only conservative with on, money. But putting on Democrats is unfair because it's the Republicans that are more responsible. You guys are both doing it. You guys all signed the bills. But it's far more under Republicans. Nah. It is. It absolutely is. Nah. You can see it. You, you, you're just, by your opinion, you can How, it, how many Democrats? Okay, no. How many Democrats did not sign that, that defense bill? I, I don't know. Type but, it in. But if your question is, did the, did the debt they all go did, furthermore? Except, I think under, Bernie was the only one that did. Maybe. Did the debt go more go higher up under Republicans or Democrats? It's under Republicans. That's that's a proven fact. But okay, but, did it go going, up after Bush? But going going, it went up after Bush. Yes. It went up with Obama. Yes. And now went crazy under yes. Trump. And yes. the next person, they're promising us it's going to go up higher. Well, but yes, absolutely. I mean, ah, because because ah, because what what do we have to do? We have to fucking fix what Trump has done. 
No, you think not just Trump. You think, Obama did it too. You think the trade wars are gonna? Are no, gonna be no. Be like the left's the most unlibertarian thing you could do. Well, we have to fix the economy. Whether that costs money, whether it involves any kind of uh, economic measure or whatever, it may cost more money. And nobody's gonna say that it's gonna be easy or that it's gonna be low cost or even free. Mm -hmm. But going back to your point, like one of the main things that progressives want, progressives want, want money spent on are social services. What the Democrats want, what the Republicans want, and what the Republicans have done and have continued to do is to give a lot of money and give a lot of tax breaks to the, to corporate to corporations. Amazon paid zero taxes last year. So how is that fair to anybody? To people like we've yeah. been over that. Yeah, Amazon but, but, Amazon but, but brings in a that, ton of money. Right, but, but to you but guys, it's not but, enough. But shouldn't they pay their fair? Shouldn't they pay their fair share? You pay your fair share. I, I don't think I should pay that either. But you pay your fair share. I, I, and and if I you know why and I do? And because the paid, government will come after me and throw me in jail. And even you paid, let's say five percent or two percent. That's far more than what Amazon paid. Yeah, I, you how, know what? How was that? How, the richest man so in we the should, world. So no, that's okay. I say, you guys want to punish them for being fucking successful at it. No, Maybe. yeah, they don't pay their fair share. Yeah. Should, why, well, how 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 is it that? How's this whole shit with how, Bernie working how is out that, too? With how him is, his minimum wage thing? He's doing great. No, no, no. That whole so how, great, how, how is it? How is it that? Wait, just because you have more money. You can avoid having to pay. No, taxes? I don't think anybody should. That, remember, you're not talking to a Republican. Yeah, but I'm a libertarian. I think the taxes and, on me and that's are a, just in ju and as that's unjust. A, the fundamental flaw in libertarianism. No, it is not. That the you have to have uh, a city that has to be a city and city services, uh, federal federal services that need to be paid for one way or the other. Cops, firefighters, roads. Maintain, like I maintain. said, minimal, minimal. Are we gonna have like? Like, are you going to build the road that's out there? Are you going to go and bid for somebody to build that road that's out there in front of you? To somebody to keep up the, the street lights? You know, like city, I said, everything, everything, taxes, everything right? is, no, they waste too much fucking money. That's they, the they, yes, they do. But okay, so why should we keep giving them money? But you got to have a system Min that exists to maintain that infrastructure. No, listen, you can't trust a system that can't balance its own fucking I budget. I agree, but you got to have a system that sets up... Like, imagine if you had, infrastructure. A, if you had a, a, a cousin who just burned money, burned money, burned money, scheme after scheme after scheme, and just keeps coming to you for fucking money. At what point do you just get sick of it and say, you know what, grow the fuck up? Okay, so what you're saying is that if we get rid of the system now, we're not going to have any freeways, any hospitals, ambulances, firefighters. If if your house starts burning, you're going to have to go out and bid for somebody that will put out this fire, find the cheapest one, and eventually settle that, sign a contract, and then have them... No, that's not what fire. I said at all. As a matter of fact, like I said, I'm not, as a libertarian, I came from the left. I'm not dogmatic about it. I think yeah, taxes should be used for that, but it should also be used in a in a in a in a responsible fucking way. Yeah, and our government is not responsible. I, I mean, we we just spend all this money on a fucking but train you, but and you, nowhere. But, but you just said that we shouldn't be taxed, and I'm no, saying no, no. that we should be taxed. I, like I said, I've said it before. Taxes suck, but if we can agree to it and do something like that, but the majority of this stuff should come through charities and things like that. And obviously, you're not going to pay the firefighters through charity. Or, or the road builders. Or the road builders. The but okay, let's take this road that got built by my house up there at the, the roundabout. Yeah. yeah. Take a guess on how, how long it took them to build. I have no idea. Take, no, take a wild guess to build a roundabout. Uh, six months. No. Keep going. Uh, two years. No, keep going. Five years. Keep going. Ten years. Yeah. Ten years to build a roundabout. Okay. The government paid for that. What an utter and complete... Fucking shithole of a fucking waste of money to build a fucking roundabout at Riverside Drive. Yeah. For ten years it took them to build that. No, it, it, I, I I will not support giving them money as long as they cannot spend their money right, and as long as they have this unaccountability. I mean, if you're against corruption, I, I don't think anybody is for corruption. Yeah, but, neither are but, libertarians. But we have to have a system that's maintained through. Well, I said that's funds. why I'm not going to be dogmatic about it. And any libertarian who is smart would say the same thing. We're, I'm a libertarian. You're not. No. So am I ever going to get you to live by 100% libertarian values? Fuck no. I'm, right. not, I'm not a lunatic, but I'm also not going to force that upon you. Right. 
Right. I'm willing to negotiate with you and say, all right, well, we can do this for that, but it's not going to be an open-ended thing. It's not just going to be an open-ended slush fund that we can just pour shit into it. I'll give you another example. All these politicians, let's just use Obama as an example. Obama comes around, he does campaign finance. He had, they have a party, $10,000 a plate, you know, so you can give to the Democratic Party, right? right? How about instead of doing that, fucking give that money to a fucking school in a fucking poor neighborhood? How about they campaign for, for the people instead of for their fucking party? That, to me, is what they should be doing. And we, you know what? I bet you if they had a fundraiser and Obama showed up and said, we're going to get these people in this homeless shelter out here off fucking out, out of the streets. And they came in and they had rich people come in and they pay this and had some artists come in and perform. And had a big fucking thing. They would have enough money to get those people off the street, at least temporarily, till they got their feet on, on the ground. But they don't do it. All they want to do is give the money to their party. They want to give the money to the government and tell the government to fucking lean over you and tell you this is what you have to do. You have to buy into this. And I don't buy into anything that they want me to buy into. There's plenty of people out there who, I mean, like Obama, who doesn't have a job. He could go out every day of his life and campaign and make money and get people to donate. There's all these other people that could do these things, and they absolutely refuse because they're just pushing their politics and they're pushing their party down our throat. Period. I mean, I mean that's that's Democrats, that's Republicans. Yeah, that's yeah. Liber libertarians. No, right? libertarians are not that's doing socialists. That. I mean, that's anybody that's a politician mm. of any color or stripe. Mm. Mm. Libertarians. That's exactly what they're doing. Last time I've heard. I don't I mean, hear the GOP is far far well, worse. Yeah, they're, they're okay. They're getting yeah, instead, the Democrats they're, they're, are guilty of it. No, they're both guilty. The, yeah, the, I, I'm the, they want to I'm give money to the guilty. to the NRA. You guys just want us all to pay taxes to the government. All fucking nonsense. Well, see that that's, all that's fucking the thing. Nonsense. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see what is wrong with having to pay taxes. Like I said, a little bit's all right. I I, I will agree that's, to that. That's, that's I would just assume. Pay a little bit of taxes and have something work right in the neighborhood. Right. But unfortunately, it doesn't always work that. Way. I agree. I agree. It doesn't always work that way. I don't think. And you know what? It's easier to fight against something local than it is something national. Yeah. You know, if you once you give that power to the federal government, there's only, unless you go to the Supreme Court and they they choose to hear your case, if you have any grievances with them, then then that's what that's your only outcome. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Out recourse. Uh, recourse, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's your only recourse. Right. You know, federalism right. sucks, period. Well, the going back to the original issue of homelessness, um, rooted in un lack of affordable housing, rooted in the low minimum wage, lack of a living wage, uh, we used the example of how your parents, had they been making minimum wage, would have been able to afford easily, easily uh, a mortgage. And how yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Do you, know, do you notice? Kind of I said they would back. be able to afford it. You still argued the point that that would be without buying food or anything. So no, it would not have been easy. Well, no, I'm it, saying it, it would have been. been it would have been easy. The, you, you said you said by minimum make, if they made a minimum wage. I said two of them. Okay, but let's say even just one. So even even just one. Hmm. Now, now you you said it with that with those things. It would take every penny. With no food. Oh, well, now, nowadays. No, 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 no. no with that, with now. what you figured out, I believe, you said that they couldn't now. do that. That's why I said no, no, I if you have them now. both working. Well, at your, by your grandparents, though. Like, if yeah, one of them... But he, he didn't work for minimum wage. He had I, skilled I labor. I, I agree, but if, if your grandfather, but just himself... And working, I might add, let me say, he didn't, have a, he didn't have a high school education. And he taught himself how to be an engineer. Yeah, he yeah. figured out all this but shit right. on his own. And he reaped the benefits well, of that. Hats off to your grandfather, man. Yeah. But let's say he chose, decided, or ended up working at McDonald's, making minimum wage, which was a dollar a month back in, let's say, in the 50s or the 60s, right? One dollar uh, an hour. In one month, he would have made $160, mm -hmm. right? That's easy math. So and he would have had $160 left over. Yeah, for food, yeah. clothes, doctor bills, going out, or maybe just saving it, right? I mean, that's on minimum wage, and that's just one person working, easily being able to afford a mortgage. That's, and that's what I keep going back to. Yeah. I mean, if it was possible then, I mean, holy that, shit, if we, could, if we could do that today. Hey, Google. What? Oh, you're saying make America great again. If. <laughs> hey, Google, what was the. In that regard. Hey, Google, what was the. 
average price of a house in Indiana in 1960. My apologies, I don't understand. Hey, but Google. I found something. Tell me. What would you like me to tell you? Hey, Google, what is the average price of a house in Indiana in 1960? Sorry, I don't understand. Now she's not going to tell me the upper part. No, she's a rotten fucker. <laughs> All right, never mind. So, no, I mean, you know, and, you know. I mean, you, you, I mean, you, these are your numbers. I'm not, I'm not sure. You said they were paying. Yeah, I don't know what their house pay was. I know it was under under three hundred dollars. It's probably like two hundred, maybe a hundred, hundred fifty to two hundred dollars. I assume something like that. I can't remember. As, as a matter of fact, because I think the actual price of a house in Indiana at the time was something like about three or four thousand dollars. All right. Well, well, let's talk about my mortgage, for example. My mortgage is with the HOA. It's about twenty, about fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred. Let's call it fifteen hundred, right? Mm -hmm. If I made minimum wage, there's no way I could afford that. Well, you don't. You live in a rather nice neighborhood too. Yeah, yeah, but my mortgage is based off buying a home in two thousand and eleven at the bottom of the market. It's not. I, I didn't buy it last year, where home prices have essentially doubled. Mm -hmm. Some of them. Mine hasn't doubled. Right. It's but, gone up a hell of a lot, but it hasn't doubled. There you go. There you go. Um, so right now, uh, the minimum wage here in LA is $12. That would be about $25,000 a year divided by 12. So in one month, we're doing math on the radio. My mortgage. Glad you are, cause I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> my, uh, my monthly take home, no, not my take home, but my monthly paycheck would be $2,000. And if my mortgage was $1,600, $1,400, let's call it $1,500. I would have $500 left over. Now, that's assuming I don't get ever pay taxes or buy any food. You're assuming that, like, was there a house, was there a housing shortage when you found that house? There, no, there was a surplus. So, you got lucky. I got very lucky. That's what it is. Yeah, right, but the, now we don't have a situation like that now. No, we don't. It, and, it, and the people that would like to be able to buy homes um, they, they can't be making minimum wage. No, no, that's just, that, that's how it is. No, but see, that's, that, that's, 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 so we're going back to the problem. Uh, when your grandparents were buying a house and they were paying mortgage, it was, the situation was that it was like that. It was easy. But, okay, then, then why is it when it was that easy that there were still some homeless people there? There weren't a lot of homeless people, but there were still I'm homeless I'm sure there were homeless people, yeah. And not only that was there still homeless people. Yeah. There was people who did not buy homes. Yeah. Why did they not buy homes? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they didn't. So but I know that I know that the. So they the, got so so when people make bad decisions, you want every, I mean, like I said, I'm not opposed to helping somebody out, but I am not into taking care of somebody that is quite capable of taking care of themselves. But how do you help out people whose problem is that they couldn't afford a home? Listen, if you were talking about like say an African American who got screwed out of the GI Bill, I, I, I totally fucking agree with that. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Okay, the, the GI Bill helped people in the military buy houses after after the war, after okay. World War II. Right. African-American soldiers got screwed out of that. They, so, where they didn't get it yeah, or they have access to it. No, no not, not to the extent that other people did. Okay. Uh, no, they, no they, they got screwed hardcore on that. So, yeah, I could see... Getting something that that would be that reparations thing that we spoke about last time. That's I different. could see putting in something into that, but that's a one fucking time shot. Okay. That's not like we're going to help you out for the rest of your life. If you fuck this up, that's that's your fucking problem. Right. You know at, that I'm I'm cool with, and that's a libertarian left saying that. But I am not into the government propping you up. I am into helping somebody that has fallen down. Period. I'm not going to sit there and heckle them and say, "Oh, look at your." ass down there on the ground. So what's the libertarian take on fixing systemic issues like these? Where, where where capitalism has gotten so out of hand where people can't afford these homes and they're having to move. So like like people that lived here in this neighborhood 10 years ago were able to buy a home in this neighborhood easily. Given given the crime, given how, how everything, how crowded it is, given how small the homes are, 
but they could afford a home here. In 10 years from now, they're not going to be able to. Nothing about them has changed. They're not doing anything wrong specifically. It's the neighborhood. It's the environment around them that changed. They're working hard. They're doing everything If you already have a house basis. here, why do you need to buy a house here? Or, or, or what if you wanted to move here? But or what if they get priced out of being able to pay here? No, like if, if somebody's already got here. a house here, then, then they've already got a house here. Right. They're lucky. That, I, that's where that's where somebody who, who grew up here, like the people down the street, my neighbors, they grew up here. Yeah. They got this house for a lot cheaper. Like the people yeah, I bought this cheaper. house from yeah. made a fucking lot of money. Right. And the people they bought it off made a lot of fucking money. That is what it is. Right, but you the know, people... I bought it off Latino people, Salvadorians, who own this house, and they made a lot of fucking money. I looked at what the price the house and sold for. So they made $100,000 on this house. So, so tell me how those people who grew up in this neighborhood suffered. I'm not saying that those people that grew up in this neighborhood suffered. I'm saying, like, anybody that wants to move to a neighborhood where it's now... It used to be affordable. No, it's moved to a neighborhood that is affordable. And, and, oh, I want this one. I want to go to Highland Park. But, but see, oh, but give see, it to me. But 20 years ago, you could have said, I want to move to Highland Park, and you would have been, okay, I can't afford that. Absolutely. But now you can't do that. So I, at some point in time, I could have afforded to live in Beverly Hills, too. Right. But what, what I'm saying is, like, it's getting to the point where affordable homes are going, going are getting farther and farther and farther away from where you, where you want to but live. But there, there will be jobs where, your, where, your where job those is, houses go to. From where your family is. Those I mean, houses those will be there. My, my, my family is 2,000 miles away. Right, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about in general, anybody that wants to move into a neighborhood and no, yeah, they, you're they right. get priced right. out. Okay, well, can I ask you, why didn't you move where your mom moved or lives? What? Why did you move so far away from where your mom lives? Because actually I couldn't afford to buy a home. Okay, <laughs> right. Right. So you you got a, you got moved into a nice neighborhood where you could, yes. and you could still drive over there and see her. Right. Right? Right. Were you looking to get a place down there first? Yes, yes. How, like, is it, because is, I wouldn't have thought Whittier was more... Expensive to it is, it, because it's closer to LA, so it's far. So more that is more. Expensive. See, you got a better place at a cheaper price. I, I mean, think that's. I think that's. I think that's cool. I mean, better is relative. I mean, the proximity to my job would have been a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, and and, and I mean, we're talking about how are we? Why is it that we're protecting the people that are increasing rents, increasing home prices so much? It's that, that property. I mean, it's that, in the Constitution. It's not if in the you, Constitution. Yeah, it is. Property rights is number one. It's, yeah, you can have your property rights, but it doesn't mean that you can raise your fees, raise your rents. I, I agree. I don't think you should kick somebody out so you can fix it up and raise the fuck. Yeah. It, that's, it, it, that's bullshit. Yeah, but, we, and, but here we blame poor people because they can't afford these. We tell them go move further away. You know, I was in Los Angeles... For 24 years before we could get a house. And I didn't complain the whole fucking time. I didn't want to live in an apartment. I fucking hated it. Every fucking day I was in an apartment, I cursed it. But wouldn't wouldn't it have made young Sean much happier to be able to have been able to... Indeed! If you you only needed to work at McDonald's and still be able to afford a house. You know what? As your grandparents could have done. But But like I said... They, they, they got good jobs, so they didn't have to deal with McDonald's prices. Right, right, but but they, they could have. Yeah, that's, no, you you told me. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm saying it would have taken two of them to do it. Okay. But the, to, together, that's two people working, and that is a living wage. And if you got two people here making $15, uh, what's the MM wage here? $13 an hour. 12. 12. Currently, so, I think. So, that's, so let's say that's two, so two people making $12 an hour. All year, does that not make it so they could get something someplace? Not in LA. No, not not in downtown. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't live in the neighborhood you want. You can't live in Bel Air. Oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, we're not. What we're what we're also missing in this conversation is the consequences of people that have a that can only live in a place that's affordable, further away from where their job happens to be. And now you're spending. Now you have more. No, no, you're talking about that minimum wage job. Yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. So no, work at the McDonald's closer to your house. Well, what if there's also? I mean, it's not like there's only, there's really... fucking two McDonald's in this neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm sure it's fully staffed. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, it sure, is. I'm sure they are. Burger King did close though. I'm, at least I'm, one I'm of the sure. two Burger Kings closed. I'm sure. I mean, we got Carl's, we got a Pollo Loco, we got two fucking McDonald's, what we I'm got a about... fucking IHOP. Now there's jobs open. <laughs> 
what, what I'm telling you is the phenomenon of people that end up having to, like I said, they can't buy a home in LA, so they they move further away, and they have to they have to drive in, and they buy they 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 have to have a car, and so they're spending a lot more time on the road, and they're having to spend a lot more money on on the car that they're using to okay. drive out, and yeah. then spending a lot more time away from their families. Simply because we're protecting and we're saying that it's okay for people to charge more rent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. I, I'm gonna say one more thing, and then I want you to comment on it. That'll be the finish of it, so we don't go too long. Right. If everybody has the money to buy a house, mm-hmm. what do you think that's gonna do to the supply and demand? And what do you okay, think that that's you, going to do to the price of the house? What, what, what do you say that all of a sudden the government's going to give the people? No, I'm asking. No, no, I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying. We got. You got. We got. Everybody's got a living wage. Whatever the fuck you want to call that living yeah, wage. Living Everybody wage. who wants to buy a house has the money to go do it, and they all run out to buy a house. If in Uber terms, that would be surge pricing, right? The surge is going to go up. The price is going to go up. People are going to be bidding for houses. When dude, I was when we were trying to buy this house, we tried to buy a house, and we were in it looking at it, and another realtor called and said, "Sorry, you guys got to leave. It just sold." Mm-hmm. No, that's supply and demand, and it's going to go up. And other than you guys wanting to tell everybody how they how much their property's worth and what they're allowed to sell it for. Whether they can make a profit or not, or how much profit they can make off of it when they want to sell their house, you guys are missing the fucking point. The supply and demand is what rules the fucking market, not the fucking government. And and, and see what you're saying that it's to- what you're saying is that it's totally okay for the average person who just wants to work and live anywhere. They can be ground by the mach- by the gears of capitalism. No, they. You, you act as their, the, their lives don't matter as long as somebody can make a profit. No, no, that, 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 that's what you're saying. Okay, so so when you sell your house someday, are you going to sell less than what you should, just to help out some poor sap? That's not that's no, not what I'm saying. I'm, no, that's they, not what I'm saying. Like, but but what I'm saying is like, if I wanted to charge three thousand dollars to 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 rent out my place or whatever, five thousand dollars, right? At some point, that becomes incredibly greedy. I'm not going to be able to get anybody. Anybody, right? And, and and if I'm I'm if corporations, if businesses, if property owners continue to do this without any checks and balances, poor well, I don't think that would be a very good business them. model for them, would it? But it, see, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. The people that are benefiting from this are people that are middle income, people that are making a lot of money. They can say, you know what, poor people, you guys just move further away. We can afford this, so we're gonna be able to move in here and and push you out just like just like what's happening in this neighborhood right they're buying up all these homes they're renovating them they're gentrifying the neighborhood because the poor people can't are they forcing excuse me are they are they forcing people to sell their houses nobody's forcing anybody to do anything but at the same time nobody's protecting the poor people that, and that's what it comes down to. It's like it's like the rich people and the property owners have a lot more I mean, rights. I mean, my ass ain't rich. I was the first white person in this neighborhood. I'm not, I'm not talking about no, that. No, I know, I'm but I'm about saying. About, see, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about in general what's going my on with the corporations. My libertarian moved in here and took advantage of those poor Salvadorians. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that either, man. It's like, but we keep, what we what we essentially, what this boil, the point is boiling down to is that for a reason, libertarians feel that it's okay or at least in this conversation, that it's okay to protect these corporations and these rich people at the what cost of... What corporations am I talking about? Either corporations, or rich people, property owners, whoever... I thought business owners are, have or, pay minimum or, or, business, or business owners. Or business owners. But as long as um, they can make a dollar, it's okay for poor people to not have a house that they can afford it. Which ends in the very topic of this conversation, which is homelessness. Hmm. Well... On that, I'll say you're crazy as fuck. <laughs> you and your progressive shit. You my point. <laughs> no, dude, you proved my point. The progressivism is what's going to drive it all up. I mean, and yeah, believe me, I, I feel bad for homeless people. I want, I want, I want you know, even the had. great man Jesus said we can't do everything, everything about all the poor people. Yeah. You just you, you can't help out everybody. And he also kicked out the the money exchangers from the temples. Yeah, yeah, because because usurism is bad. Because and and also because there's no reason why we should protect capitalism so heartily. Crony capitalism. As, as you know, capitalism is just fucking fine. 
You no. have the right. No. No, you have the. Capitalism okay. on its own unchecked is bad for companies. I'm, it's I, bad for people. That, that just, that, that, that's where we go back to that whole immigration thing that we talked about the other day. You know, why in God's name would people move to a country that is a capitalist country and then try to change it into a non-capitalist country? Capitalism's great. Period. Even Elizabeth Warren considers herself a capitalist. Yeah, capitalist. Capital. You know, she's a shitty capitalist, but you know, she's she actually thinks she's a capitalist. Capitalism is good if it is regulated. Well, yeah, anything. When it should only be regulated at the time, and I I agree wholeheartedly. When people are being taken advantage of, then things have to happen. Yes. But because somebody buys a house and I, sells it for more, the government has no I, no I, I, no, I agree. no no I, shit on it. I agree with you 100 percent that the government should be involved and regulate when people are taking advantage of capitalism. Yeah. And yes. Jefferson yeah. himself said that uh, that uh, I can't remember the word the capitalism or whatever it is. Capitalism. I might be misquoting him on this, but capitalism is a tree that needs to be pruned every once in a while. So it doesn't grow fucking wild and wreck something. Okay. Yeah. So I can I can understand that, that yeah. but not at the expense of personal property or or basically rich people. No, poor people too. Like I said, you know, I would love to build build another house on my property and rent it out and make money on it, but I would not do it in California simply because they would tell me how much I could rent it for. Somebody can move in there, and they can tell me in ten years they're going to be paying the same. Well, uh, well no, up, that's not. Well, as of right now, nobody, nobody, could, nobody would tell you how much. Well, in parts of Los Angeles, there is. You could, and, and West Hollywood has rent control. In fact, they've did they need California to do that? But no, they did it they, themselves in their community. But in fact, in California, in LA County, they've expanded your ability to turn your garage into uh, an addition. You can have to turn it into a bedroom. Yes, and rent, that, and rent cool. that out. Yes, that would be grand. Well, I mean. But That's yeah, like I said, but like I said, at some point in time, they're going to take make that more difficult. We need affordable housing. I mean, if we want to tackle this issue of homelessness, we need affordable housing. We need people to fucking stop moving out here. <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. I mean, do you want more people so, from so Texas? Wait, are, 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 are you saying that the homelessness problem is, is is caused by the great weather in California? That is a big part of it. You notice there is not. I mean. Texas has good weather, but it's a, but it's a very conservative place. Is there a massive amount of homeless I just in read, Texas? I just, I just read the, the causes for homelessness. They include but they, great okay, weather. That's what that thing says. You know, it's a, it's, it's a fucking website. That's okay. an appeal to the authority. Is, is right, it, look at what the how many type in how many homeless are in, in Texas. Should we should we look up where? Hey Google, how many homeless people are in Texas? I'm sure there's a study that says great weather causes homelessness. On the website homelesshouston.org, they say. According to the most recent annual homeless assessment report from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, there were 19,177 persons homeless in Texas in 2014, meaning that approximately 7 out of every 10,000 persons in Texas are homeless. Alright. Hey Google, how many homeless people are in Los Angeles? On the website BigThink.com, they say, Los Angeles County now boasts nearly 59,000 homeless, a 12% increase from last year. Do you want a little more context? Please. Yes. Los Angeles County now boasts nearly 59,000 homeless, a 12% increase from last year. In the city itself, there are over 36,000 homeless, representing a 16% increase. So The city estimates that 75% of this number, roughly 44,000 citizens, live outdoors. It's not only Los Angeles. Thank you, Google. So that is, just in Los Angeles, more than the whole very large state of Texas. Well, I mean, it's a large state, but it only has 28.7 million people. California has 40 million people. Yeah. And most of them didn't, didn't, weren't born here. What? Like me. I wasn't born here. And she out of, out of the three of us, she's the only one born here. Right. right one so thir one thir two thirds of us were born someplace else. In the country, out of the country, we moved here, and we're the ones driving up the price. Out of a, a third, a third of the people yeah, we are. in this room. Yeah, two thirds of us are driving up the prices in California. Well, that, that, not not two of us in California. No, us two, and everybody else who moved here. We're the ones driving up the price in, in, in this room, but yeah. not in California. We're not representative of California. Though. All right, well, we're, we're Los Angeles. 
No, we're not representing Los Angeles. All right, well, I, I represent Los Angeles. You represent Claremont. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're driving up the prices in Claremont. Oh, yeah. Oh, the population of people that were born in L.A., <laughs> right? That, that's yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. I, I, I can't go this quickly, though. <laughs> All right. All you right. want to end there? Yeah, that's a good All point. right, you rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time on a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. All right, guys. Have you had enough of us?